0: Son give attention to my words incline your ear to my say for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world
1: blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord matthew chapter 16 verse 16 simon peter king james please simon peter said thou art the christ the son of the living god verse 17 and jesus answered and said unto him blessed art thou simon bar jonah for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee But my Father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. I believe as we've sat under the teaching of the word of God. Jesus is being revealed to us. And no one can reveal Jesus to us. But the Father Himself. And today I believe that as you are going to receive the word, you ask for the spirit of revelation, that your eyes will be opened, just as Simon Peter's eyes were opened and he declared that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. So if you are ready to receive the revelation of the word of God, I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to clap your hands. I want you to give a shout as we welcome our pastor, our teacher, our shepherd, Bishop, Eddie, and
2: Lift your hand and pray Lord, this morning Have mercy on me Open my eyes to see Beautiful things in your word Open my eyes to See you, to know you To experience you In the name of Jesus Father, have mercy on us Open our eyes There are things you have told us We have not done And yet we come for you to speak to us again and for all of us when we speak to people who don't do what we say we withdraw from them but we ask that you will not withdraw from us you know our frame and you remember that we are but dust and so we ask you to open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law and grant us the grace to be doers of your word And not just hear us only We pray May you continue to work on us Until we conform To the image of your dear son In Jesus name Amen Amen. You may be seated Galatians chapter 1 Verse 15 says But when it pleased God Who separated me from my mother's womb And called me by his grace To reveal His Son in me... Hmm, That I might preach him... Among the Gentiles... Or the heathen... Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood... Neither went I up to Jerusalem... To them which were apostles before me... But I went into Arabia... And returned again unto Damascus... Then after three years... I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him 15 days But other apostles saw I none Save James the Lord's brother Hallelujah So Paul is saying that God revealed his son in him I think it's a very important prayer to pray God may it please you to reveal your son in me because you can't preach jesus without a revelation and um, the things of god mean very little to you when a certain eye opening hasn't come on you so you are just a nominal christian who goes to church who goes home when they talk about serving christ or preaching christ it means nothing to you but there are some people who are passionate about Christ, who are zealous for Christ, who are all out for Jesus, and they don't want to, you know, have any other type of message associated with them apart from that they are Jesus people. We used to even have a group called Jesus people. Do you get it? And then we had another group called Jesus, or I think there's a church, Jesus generation. Do you see? So, pray that God will reveal His Son in you. Can you pray that prayer right now? Lord, may it please you. Use the scripture to pray. To reveal when it pleased God. eh, Who called me from my mother's womb. Okay? This is Paul who was killing people. But he says he was called from his mother's womb you see and and called him by his grace to reveal his son in him so that he might preach him pray that god will have mercy on you everybody listening watching pray that god will have mercy on you and reveal you know his son in you so you can preach him oh yes Madoria yes father have mercy on me lord reveal your son in me Your revelation, the revelation of your Son in me can help me to preach Him, can help me to lay for Him, can help me to stand for Him, can help me to follow Him with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, with all my might. Have mercy on us, Lord, and reveal. Holy Spirit, you are called to help us to reveal Jesus to us. I pray for everyone listening to me, those that are here, those on Facebook, YouTube, those on Sweet Melodies, Duffel FM, those that are even listening to this message on podcast hereafter. I pray that you will open our eyes, reveal your Son in us, that we might stand for Him, that we might serve Him, that we might live for Him, and that we might do His will. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen brother you, you are not praying oh? No. the one in yellow we uh, oh, don't know how to pray ah okay you, you are still relaxed like that <laughs> you are you praying i couldn't hear your i couldn't see your lips and i couldn't hear your voice you are like hannah or you are not like hannah <laughs> okay i hear you wonderful Please remove your hand from hair and sit. Very good, very good. Because if you are praying to God and your posture is like, um, as if you are watching Champions League, I don't think it's the right posture. Fantastic. So to reveal His Son in us is what I am attempting to do, to help you and to set you on that journey, so that you would love to know about Jesus. Second Peter chapter one. Second Peter chapter one and i'm reading from verse one it says simon peter a servant and an apostle of jesus christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of god and our savior jesus christ verse 2 says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ have you thought about that there is the knowledge of God and the knowledge of Jesus Christ when you don't you you may say you know god or you know jesus but maybe your knowledge is of god but not of jesus (laughs) even though he and the father are one there is some kind of if you like distinction even though he revealed the father to us there is a distinction there is something you must know and understand about Jesus And it will help you greatly The Bible says grace Which is the enabling power of God The God's ability over your humanity huh? The Bible says grace That ability to do things that your human strength cannot That ability to do things with a motivation that is not human a motivation that is not from human even if you like teaching or encouragement but something that comes from God Paul talks about the grace of giving it's like some people have the grace of giving and some people who don't have the grace of giving no matter how much money they have they won't give It's an ability To give Even when you don't have anything And you have the grace of giving You still give Beyond yourself Are you listening to me? And the Bible says That grace It multiplies On you Through the knowledge It's like your knowledge of God Multiplies that grace And your knowledge of Jesus Christ multiplies that grace not just added but multiplies increases Whatever that grace is there to do in your life It multiplies with a knowledge of Jesus That is different from just I'm a member of the church And they say we should come to church And they say we should give offerings And they say we should serve God and They say we should do basenta And they say we should uh, come and be shepherds And they say we should try and be pastors And they say we should come for all night And they say we should pray You will see that you, it's a struggle for you but the knowledge A certain depth of knowledge Of Jesus Who he is Why he came What he said What he said about different things of life What he did That knowledge well, As it grows and it multiplies In you It also multiplies the grace To do so many things for the Lord And in your life And that is why i am praying that in this our short series okay i don't know how short it will be but short enough god will reveal his son to you that's why paul said when he pleased god to reveal his son in me that i might preach him among the heathen i did not consult with flesh and blood i didn't go and negotiate or even find out from people what to do or where to go i was called by him And he revealed his son in me Like he showed me Jesus He was on his way To go and kill Christians Who were representing Christ And Jesus Met him on the way Yes And the light flashed across his face And he fell from his horse And then he heard a voice Then he became blind Then he heard the voice And the voice said "Um, Saul, Saul why persecutest thou me <laughs> And he said who are you Lord I'm Jesus Whom you are persecuting The, the people that you are beating That's me wow. He said really Hey I didn't know that that was you. If I knew it was you I would hate you like that <laughs> If I knew it was you I wouldn't treat you that way oh I didn't know you were the one calling Yeah, have you had a call before that you know it's like hey stop that rough there then you realize that hey <laughs> like somebody got a call from Bishop Dagwood Mills I was, I was around when she got the in fact she got a text and he was using a number he was in another country so he was using a different number so that number was not saved on her phone and the, he asked a question then she responded in an offhandish way then he he followed up with another question which was some way and she said get a life so I don't know how it happened but I happened to be around and she was saying somebody was texting her and you know she doesn't know I mean this type of people who you know whatever so I, I, I mean, she showed me. The, I don't know how I even came in. That she showed me the text, and when I saw the trend, the the question how it was framed, I didn't know the number in my head. But when I saw the way the question was framed, I said, "Ah, but wouldn't you know who this such a who could ask such a question?" He said, "Oh, who, who could ask such a question?" I said, "Wow." So I typed the number on my phone, and and up came the name. <laughs> which I had saved on my phone Which he didn't know about And then when I was reading the text Da 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 da, 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 da Get a life Then he said thank you <laughs> I said hey This text message Me even without knowing the number I could feel that it's not Because it was spiritual It was spiritual You know Spiritual It's like what are you doing with your life life is too short hey how long will you resist him hey Hey, look, I don't follow such useless thought patterns in conversations get a life yes, if you can't introduce yourself who you are, I'm not about to so I said, look look at your number this is the number this is the person who was texting oh i didn't know it was him if it was him i wouldn't treat him that way that's why it pays to always be polite be nice no matter what no matter who is calling or texting or somebody has called you don't know the voice you say eh, yes who is this uh-huh excuse me who are you oh don't you know my my voice how am I supposed to know your voice? Have you been calling me? <laughs> Have you been calling me that I should know your voice? Ah, please, I'm I'm busy here. Eh? If you can introduce yourself, please get a life. <laughs> then the pen says, "Thank you." Get off my line and get a life. Then it "Okay, thank you. I'm going to get a life." Then later you find out that it was Bishop Eddy who was calling. Then you start calling back. Then he doesn't pick. Then you start calling back. Then when he picks up, Bishop, this one I'm on my knees. This one, I'm on my knees. I'm on my knees. Uh Eh, Bishop. Uh But I have your number. I don't know how come your name didn't appear. Yes, it doesn't have to, you don't have to see my name to be nice. Dear lady. Often ladies are the ones who have such peppery. And prickly answers when they don't know who is talking. Because they always feel that somebody is hating on them or, you know, trying to, you know... Yeah, yeah. It's like, look, look. I'm not... I don't... I'm not one of those, you know. In case, if you can't introduce yourself, better get a, get off my line and get a life. Hey! So Paul was killing christians and he supervised the stoning of stephen and got a letter to go to damascus and arrest more people on the way he met jesus it changed him hey it was so wild that he started preaching about jesus without knowing the gospel much he didn't didn't go to any bible school or any uh, new believers classes or anything I conferred not the flesh that means I didn't consult with anybody I knew or had heard about it was 3 years later that I went to see Peter and stayed with him for 15 days and then he went back to check whether the gospel if you read uh, I think chapter 2 where he said he went back to check whether the gospel that he was preaching uh, so that he would not run in vain Mm-hmm. Or oh, I should have run in vain because I, I've been preaching a gospel be for some time, but let me just go and check just in case, you know, in case I'm just, yes. Now I went up by revelation and communicated, verse 2, Galatians 2, 2, and communicated unto them that gospel which I preached among the Gentiles, but privately to them which were of reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. Just in case, now, this is what I've seen and I'm preaching about, but I'm not sure. I mean, let me just go and check. In case that what I'm preaching has some, you know, some fallacy or some falsehood. they arrested him, he didn't stop preaching (laughs) somebody who was killing people and knew that if I also join them others can kill me he submitted himself to it why? because something had been revealed to him something had been revealed to him and there are many Christians who don't have this revelation of Jesus it hasn't hit you like that it hasn't come to you like that so even to come to church is a lot of struggle (laughs) <laughs> to read your bible is, 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 is an ordeal to pray on your own hey it's like a mountain no one can climb and to come for prayer meeting there is like no way this is not the type of activity that some of us engage in there are other things But the day, (laughs) the day he is revealed to you, he, 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 you see him, you understand him, you get to know him, you will run when nobody has said on your marks. you'll be looking for when that the psalmist says when shall i appear before my god when will i come? when is there a service is there a meeting you may even find one day i saw a brother he was when colleague or not then he came to church i think it was a wednesday or something oh we don't have meetings or anything like that or friday and before he realized oh he had forgotten that today is, uh, is not a time for meeting. He really wants to come to church. He rose to be a pastor, one of our best pastors. That's why I pray that God will reveal His Son in you. That's why He says, grace and peace is also multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God, which is one, but the knowledge of Jesus is another. Acts chapter 1. So we want to know a little bit more about this our Jesus. Acts chapter one. Let's read from verse one. He says, "The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach." Until the day in which he was taken up After that he He through the Holy Ghost Had given commandments Unto the apostles Whom he had chosen So Jesus This is Luke Dr. Luke is the one who wrote the book of Acts And he had already written His first treatise Which is the book of Luke So he says this former treaty Have I set forth O Theophilus Of all that Jesus began Both to do and to teach So Jesus began to do and to teach So there are things Jesus did And there are things Jesus taught And you need to learn them and know them So that this Jesus can also be known by you Our great Holy Spirit In John chapter 16 Who has been given to us our great teacher we read from verse 7 verse 7 he says nevertheless I tell you the truth it is expedient for you that I go away for if I go not away the comforter will not come unto you but if I depart I will send him unto you the comforter is the Holy Spirit the blessed paraclete the paraclete the comforter the standby the advocate that's the holy spirit he says when he is come he will reprove the world of sin of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me of righteousness because i go to my father of judgment because the prince of this world is judged already. Verse 12. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it? When he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. Wow. For he shall not speak of himself. That, he says but whatsoever he shall hear that shall he speak And he will show you things to come Verse 14 says He shall glorify me For he shall receive of mine And shall show it unto you The Holy Spirit is coming The greatest If you like we call him The third person of the Trinity His arrival is to teach us More about Jesus He won't speak of himself he won't talk about himself. He will hear of the things of Jesus and he will show it unto the church. It's like the Holy Spirit, his main work when he comes is to glorify and to testify about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the Holy Spirit, when we are teaching, the Bible says that the testimony, the, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Like Jesus is the main focus. Thank you. Of all that we do and say, a revelation of Jesus can make you die for Christianity. I will send somebody go and do um go and get some people from even Lakeside or get them from Santa or somewhere and gather them for Jesus and he said oh this type of i mean these people they are whatever but the day Jesus is revealed to you eh oh you are you yourself man eh, will be motivated self motivated and with joy with gladness with alacrity you'll be moving because hey that Jesus died for us that's why the blessed hymn writers of old who had no revelation of prosperity or that God pr- prospers or God will bless you or or he will make you great or something. They didn't have that revelation. They, have a re- they had a revelation of Jesus. When they pen down some of the hymns, you see that those words and those understandings of Christ are not with us. Today's songwriters they don't they kindly write songs that are deep enough to help you know Jesus. Apart from that, Jesus through Jesus we overcome the devil, or through Jesus I mean uh, you get something double double, or through Jesus you go forward, you have breakthrough. No 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 no. But Jesus is more than that. Jesus is more than that, and I, I believe that one of the things that we must really become familiar with are the things that jesus said the words of jesus the words of jesus that's why luke says i've set forth this treatise or this essay do you see or this um, discourse or this discussion on all that jesus began to teach the things that he began to teach may not mean much to you, isn't it? he began to do and to teach began to do and to teach there are things he did he didn't teach and there are things he taught he didn't do specifically but both of them are for our good yes and today when you read the Bible maybe you may read Psalms you may read, most people like sound because it's poetic and nice you know, the Lord is my shepherd and even some of us our Bible readings are just around some 23 some 90, some 91 these type of places where it's like comforting and encouraging mm-hmm. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Hey! The Lord is my shepherd. Some people too, only Psalm 23 they know. And even these days, people don't know Psalm 23. I should ask. I should ask. Should I ask? So brothers and sisters Let us now Concern ourselves With the words of Jesus He said when the spirit is come He will take of what is mine John 16 Verse 14 14 He shall glorify me for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. That's the Holy Spirit. Verse 15, is it, is it a of relevance? Verse 15. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. And the Spirit is really moving on you. He makes you know the scriptures. He makes you know the word. He makes you know what is in the scriptures. When you are devoid of the Spirit, the words of the Bible, the words of God, the words of Jesus don't mean anything to you. I have my top 10 mistakes pastors make. And it's also I'm sure the top 10 mistakes that believers make And one of the main mistakes that are made by pastors And by believers Are ignoring the words of Jesus Yes Ignoring the words of Jesus Is a major mistake of your life You see some Bibles Have the words of Jesus Colored red I like the way you are writing It's a sign of Christian improvement Yes Yes please I like the way you are writing And I think writing is also good for Hand exercises To deliver you from arthritis I'm sure movement of your joints And you know It's also therapeutic So please I advise you to And you can also type Type I don't know whether it's the same exercise But it's a type of exercise Where your fingers are moving If you use all of them But some of you use only one and two
1: This
2: one and this one and this Only one will be going like this (laughs) It's like Let us seek and find (laughs) Are you there still? I love my Jesus Yeah And one of the foremost things that You know, comes into your life When you are aligned properly with Jesus Are that his words Become special Yeah That's why some Bibles have his words in red But having it just in red is not enough (laughs) Having Jesus' words in red So that, that, oh, it's separated from all the other ones They are black It's all separated Or somebody put it this way That what he said is in red And what he did is in black Which is also a way you can put it Are you there still? It is a mistake to ignore the words of Jesus When you even read it It sounds extreme It sounds far-fetched and some of the words of Jesus, when you say, "Ah, it can't mean what he's saying," so there must be some other allegorical or some kind of metaphorical explanation, so that it's not as deep as it is being read to be. For example, you you read the Bible says that if your hand, your left hand causes you to sin, or your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Amen. It is better to go to heaven maimed, like with one hand off, than to go to hell with both hands. Have you thought about that? Now, if your hand is the one that, calls, then what about if it's your organ that is causing you to sin? Will you will you not remove it so that you are free? Yeah. <laughs> huh? by now there will be a lot of castrated brothers in the system some husbands may come home without their weapons of mass destruction because when they go out it brings a problem so charlie this thing i want to go to heaven so oh yeah yes you cut off you go and see the urologist that look this particular my, hand, my fingers are okay my hands are okay my eyes, even my eyes my eyes too is also another problem so go and see the ophthalmologist that he should take out your eyes and replace them with gauze <laughs> so that <laughs> it's causing you to sin is it bad? you see you'll be laughing it's not possible to even imagine that that's what Jesus is trying to say is it possible that that's what he means it's not true, it's not possible Uh, he couldn't possibly mean that I should gorge out my eyes so that I walk as a blind man when I see girls, it's like no you follow them uh, and some of you are like that any female you see, you are looking at the legs, you are looking at the behind, you are looking at the breast, you are looking at the eyes, you are looking, you are, every, you are looking to even in case you could touch. You are imagining, oh, if this is how she is dressed, how will she be like undressed? Jesus says it's better that they remove your eyes like. Oh. So you are free, because when they remove your eyes, you will not see anyone. All men are men and human beings. If you wonder, that, is it a man who is talking, or is it a woman who is talking, oh, your voice is a bit, it sounds feminine, but I thought it was a, a woman. You will not know whether their breasts are flat, or they are big. You will never know. You will be free. I see those words are difficult to believe. But that's our Jesus. He found heaven so precious to go to That whatever it takes to go there brother Go there When you go with one hand and you are clapping You can't clap But he says it's better It's better that you are in heaven with one hand But you don't understand it That's why you toy and play with sin And toy and play with evil And think that it's okay if no one sees you now you have not understood the words of Jesus. Some of us even exhort the words of Paul. A murderer like Paul. When he was saved and he came and preached. And after that he wrote letters. Those letters are more precious to you. Than even the words that Jesus laid down for us. Or Peter. Peter. Who denied Jesus three times and, and wrote How many books did he write Just two, first and second Even we can make it one How can his words Be above What about the prophets or Psalms King David, his words Isaiah Jeremiah all of them were all people who wrote the bible says that they wrote concerning Jesus they sought to know what they were writing about they didn't even know what they were writing about they didn't even understand what they were writing but they were writing about Jesus but they didn't really understand what they were writing And yet when you you read the book of Psalms, you feel that, oh, yeah, that's, I'm really, really reading the Bible. But what about the words that Jesus himself came and walked among us and spoke those words? And I want to tell you from today that take his words seriously. Don't joke with his words. Turn your attention and look at his words and what he said. He is the one who is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. He laid down his life and and began this whole thing that has gathered us here together, like this thing we call Christianity, that has brought us together. He started it. He is the main... He is the author. He is the writer. He is the engineer. He is the pioneer of it. He is the one who started the whole thing. he is the one who knows what it is all about he has something to say about it if you don't think so you only live to regret it Hmm. one day Jesus was preaching (laughs) a woman was listening to him when she heard the word, she said, What blessed is the womb that bore you? And the paps or the breast that you suck Yeah. Another time he was preaching somewhere, an official, a, 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 a government official, he was listening, he, he he saw they said, What? Never man speak like this man. Never my nobody has ever spoken like this man before. And you, when you have come to meet his words, they don't mean much to you, eh? Huh? That's why the Holy Spirit is coming to show us who Jesus is, who he is, how valuable, yeah. what a treasure. Bible says, "Unto you who believe, he is precious. So if he's precious, then his words must also be precious to you. And as you draw closer to the Lord, the words become so you you become afraid when you are reading the words that Shit. if my brother slaps me, you know how Jesus said, turn the other cheek. It's, in, it's not practical in this world, isn't it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, even one pastor he said, hey, if Muslim slaps you, no, cut off his hand. Yes. You have heard the Bible say, if if somebody slaps you on the right, turn the left. It's like when somebody slaps you like this, tell him, you haven't finished, please. It's left. I have another side. Add this one. (laughs) If you are to follow it, there will be no conflict in your marriage. (laughs) You didn't think I was going to say that, isn't it? Yeah. If you could follow that. He says, I have some things to say, so many things I want to share, but you can't bear them. That's why the Holy Spirit comes. And when He comes, He will reveal it to you. And you are also not making time for the Holy Spirit to show you the things. After you have divorced, after you have, your life has gone haywire, then you are rather teaching younger people that, look, when I was your age, I thought I was strong. Everything I prosecuted it. Hey, it was not easy. Hey, even before I got married, about six other brothers. I remember this guy. I would have married him, but I was so, I was like thorns to him. Hey. And then this other one. I want to tell you the way you are going, you are going to be like me. I want to warn you. And they are also thinking, ah. Uh, you've had your time and things have not worked are you now going to advise us is it our fault that you think they didn't work They get a life <laughs> get a life yeah but I've been young I've been in this thing following Bible reading Bible trying to do it for more than 40 years yes I've seen people who laughed at us In those days we, we, we had badges I love Jesus Jesus laughs Smile, Jesus loves you The round one like that with an, uh, a, a, an emoji it A laughing emoji They says smile, Jesus loves you So when, when we are coming You see that we are Jesus people We identify ourselves from afar He laughed at us I've seen them 40 years after pointing to me oh adios they used to call me adios adios Why it's a long time since you started this thing you held on to it until this time and it's been good for you as they can see what God has used, my life, how it has turned out And I see them 40 years after, and I see, and they themselves can see that what we began that they were laughing at, they can't laugh at it anymore. That it was better. They should have followed us. They should have done the same thing. They should have come along, but they never came along. They rather laughed at it. <clears throat> never man speak like this man. Hey. Huh? One time he was preaching, somebody shouted, What a word is this? <laughs> what a word. It's not only today that when we are preaching, we we'll said, What a word is this. Jesus' time when he was preaching, they said, What a, what word, a word is word? this? What a word is this. They were all amazed. Speak among themselves. What a word is this. Patrick. The preaching was nice. They were feeling it was worrying them it was preaching it was preaching not not miracles but preaching what a word is this what a word is this I pray from today that you start to look at those words with love and with some eagerness yeah I said they used to laugh at us Coco they laughed at us. Oh, they called us Crife. When you hear Crife, it means Christian fellowship members. It's like these are the people Crife Crife, like this. Hey, Charlie, also you krife. This guy be Crife. He be Crife. Then sometimes it means it's so much that you want to hide your face. Ooh. But we kept walking, we kept following. We've been at it over 40 years. And now look at me talking to you And telling you Follow it oh. <laughs> Follow it Maybe you have 40 years ahead of you Maybe you have 20 Maybe you have 100 I don't know what, how long you are going to live for But choose Jesus Choose to follow him That's why he says I am the light of life He that followeth me Shall never walk in darkness if you follow this light you will never walk in darkness you say you are a christian you, you follow the words more than you you leave it it's like oh let me just balance it make a balance and because the thing you know it be like say i follow this thing only you know you know go good yeah. so you are in the church but you have other underhand Backdoor maneuvers, you can see that no, this one doesn't follow, doesn't follow the teachings, but you are following it. Hmm. Words are important. What did Jesus say about words? Matthew 12:36. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. That is the, these are the words of Jesus. And somebody who knows that every idle word that we speak shall, we shall give account thereof. He will not mince his words. He will measure what he's saying because he knows that every word that is put on the ground has some consequence in the next life. Jesus took a very high and unusual view of the value of words in general. Yes. Jesus taught that words will be used in the day of judgment. In verse 37, Matthew 12, 37, he says you give account the day of verse 37. Verse 37. Hey! For by thy words thou shalt be justified and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. He says, when the speaker is good, (laughs) then the words will be good. But if the person is not good, his words will not be good. So Jesus must have been a good person. Some people say that the Bible was a white man's religion. You see, when you even look at the Bible, if it was written by bad people who are using it too, con others then it condemns them so much that I don't know why you'll be writing to condemn yourself yes well every deed of yours is also condemned in there so you are even writing something against yourself that it cannot even work it could not have been written by evil men and it could not have been written even by good men because good men know if you are a good man who is trying to write something so that you use it to influence people. As a good person, it's, 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 it cannot even work. Only that these good men could have written them only when they were inspired by God. Because every deed is condemned. If you are even a hypocrite, a good person who is trying to do and a hypocrite, your works will be revealed. Only the Holy Spirit could have inspired people to write So that even their own bad deeds are written Do you understand? You you, you, write, you, write a book of yourself Whether you write some of the things you have done You marry a prostitute, you write it You kill people, you write it You are supervising somebody that you write it Yes You are a great king Yes, you love God You write beautiful songs And yet you are a fornicator too. Kill somebody and you blow his wife and kill him on top. And you write it. Do you think you write? Will you write the things? Huh? Will you write your thoughts, those evil thoughts of jealousy and, and envy, and will you expose them? That oh, in fact, when the person was singing, I was really jealous of her. Pa, in fact, in my heart, I was wishing that she would go off key so that uh, people will see that she's not the best singer. Do you think you write such things? But in the Bible, nothing of these writers was hidden from public view. The transparency is too too supernatural. let me give you five reasons why Jesus warned us to take his word seriously Jesus said that the eternal destiny of his hearers would depend on the attitude they assumed to his words I'm, I'm preaching from top ten mistakes pastors make but it's also top ten mistakes if pastors make them Christians the we make them more <laughs> because you you think that it's the pastor who is even saying the thing that we are reading in the bible because the pastor wants you to do something or he wants you to uh come and give money. Jesus said that the eternal destiny of his hearers hmm, would depend on the attitude they assumed to his words. John 12:48 John 12:48. He that rejected me, and received not my words, hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. The same shall judge him in the last day. If you reject Jesus, and you, and you will receive not his words. Eh? he says you have one thing that will judge you is the word that he has spoken Is the same word that will judge the pasco of your life the examination you will meet on judgment day are the words that he has spoken take it seriously hmm? in Matthew 7 when he speaks beautifully about the um, two people who built anyone who hears these sayings of mine anyone who hears these sayings of mine and doeth them anyone who hears these sayings of mine, which are these sayings the ones in the red letter the ones attributable directly to Jesus that he spoke them must, must put you at an attention that Jesus said this is Jesus' words it's not even Paul trying to explain his words or Peter or John or um, I don't know who are the, the, the writers of the Bible who else wrote something Matthew no even those who are explaining because this one they even wrote what Jesus said Paul Peter Paul Paul, Peter John Luke, James you see oh let's go to Hosea or oh, Hosea Jesus said these sayings of mine what he said very important sister Pat Jesus said if you hear these sayings of mine and do them he will liken you to one that built his house on a rock it doesn't mean go and buy land at santor where it is rocky and build on it because the wisdom god is giving is that when you are buying land you need to really know the land where god, when you buy at a soft place which is waterlogged you have to fail 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 before you can build but when you find a land that is already rocky and you build on it your house will be firm you see that interpretation is an erroneous interpretation of what He's saying. He's not saying... He's not talking about physical structures. Although it looks correct... And it looks right... That it's better to build on a rocky place... And a place that is higher... So that when the floods come... And the winds blow... And the rains come down... Your house will not crumble. That's not what he's saying. It's just a parable... And it's 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 a kind of story... To give you an illustration... That when you build on a rock... And he says you are like somebody who hears his words and does them So all of us Christians who are hearing preaching We don't do them We are hearing the word of God We don't do them We are hearing the words of Jesus We set them aside He says we are like people who are building on sandcastle. sand sandcastles We are building castles on sand Sandy soil you are married you don't want to do the things that are said in the bible abu says forgive you say you can't forgive what the person does she dies doing it too much say i can't forgive then say but and jesus will say when you stand praying forgive so that your father will also forgive you your trespass and say, i can't forgive ah. oh, jaime. Ah. And then, eh, ah. it's too painful every day you forgive 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 you no know? it's allowing the person to continue let me show him something small so that he will stop <laughs> <laughs> Are you the one to show somebody something For the person to stop Yours is to learn How do I forgive from my heart Yes How do I let things drop That's why when we read the Bible Forgive What does it mean Because when you read Mark 11:25, You read it in the King James It says forgive That your father will forgive you You read it in the Amplified It helps you to understand what he means by forgive It makes you see that he says forgive if you have anything against anyone, forgive him and let it drop. Leave it, let it go, in order that your Father who is in heaven may also forgive you your own failings and shortcomings, and let them drop. It must be in your head when you are when you are in the house. You don't want to follow that one. Huh. That's why I say Jesus is saying. That your eternal destiny, so that if you go to heaven or you go to hell, how you have what you have done with the words that are shared. That's why it's dangerous to be hearing preaching. Some of us have people you have you are bitter about. Yeah, some people you have vowed that when you die, they shouldn't come for your funeral young person like you <laughs> like I heard one man say that when my my brother this my brother and this my brother they shouldn't step under my funeral they shouldn't step then you come to church and put cloth on you and sit in front or sit in the back or sit on the side and say that you are a, a powerful Christian they can bury you in the church even under the stage But you can easily go to hell directly because you didn't take his words seriously. I wish Jesus' words and the Bible can be just like how you treat your father's words. Your father says, Stay in the house, you leave. Your mother says, Sit down, you get up. Come at nine o'clock, eleven o'clock, you have not even arrived. It's like it doesn't mean And You just come and then you squeeze your face. Kojo. Kojo. eh? But I told you to come at nine o'clock. Why you come at eleven? Yeah, my traffic and other things. So. Ah, every day I'm, I'm, I'm 25 I'm I'm 25. I'm no longer a small boy. You see, you can do that to your mother and your father, but you can't do that to Jesus. Number two, Jesus declared that his words would outlast the created heavens and earth. Jesus declared that his words would outlast the created heavens. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words, my words. Shall not pass away. Luke 21 23. Yes. Poets and thinkers have sometimes boasted that their words would survive the most permanent works of man. Such as pyramids and monuments. But Jesus declared that his words would outlast m- the most stable works of God. Heaven and earth. These are the most stable works of God. Heaven and earth. They will pass away. But my words shall not pass away. Jesus said that attachment to his words was a sign of attachment to himself. Yes. Attachment to himself, to his words, is attachment to himself. Mm. The love you have for his words Is a sign of your love for himself John eight thirty one. Let me start from verse 30 Verse 30 says As he spake these words Many believed on him Like you have believed on him Isn't it How many believe on him Beautiful Then said, Jesus to those Jews which believed on Him. Then said, Jesus to those Macarius Christians who believed on Him. Then said, Jesus to those Accra people who believed on Him. Then said, Jesus to those from uh, Amrahia who believed on Him. Then said, Jesus to those from Adenta who believed on Him. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Then... <laughs> Hell will be full of Christians, so called Christians. If you continue, then said Jesus to those frontliners in the church who believed on him then said Jesus to those bishops and reverends and lady pastors in canary yellow who believed on him if you continue no one is exempted from it I said you don't have time isn't it you don't have time to study his words and you don't have time to know how to apply it you don't have time Okay, then you are not a proper disciple your definition of a disciple is somebody who who belongs to a a nice church and who who, who dresses nicely and comes to sit in church that's a disciple but jesus said that you must continue in my word then are you my disciples he told the people who believe it's not enough to say i believe in you you have to continue you have to continue my words your attachment to my words is a sign of your discipleship I think you should take your quiet time into the gospels and zero in on the words of Jesus and try and understand. Some of them say, "Hey, is that what he's saying? Yeah, really? Hey, then, 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 that's what the disciples. Then, who then can be saved?" <laughs> Jesus. Some um, a rich man came. He we had a lot of things. He said, "How can I inherit the kingdom of heaven? Or how can I go to heaven?" Then Jesus said, "Go and sell everything you have." Hey. When sell everything you have the bible said the man went away very sad because he had great possessions if you don't have anything and they say sell everything oh, oh, ah, three trousers and one pair of shoes and this oh, is not a problem at all but if you have houses eh, you own a lot of things you are blessed you got cars do you understand you have great possessions I don't know what you have. Eh? What do you have? This is your two, three kaftans that you use to just faint everybody around. Ah. Oh, is it an iPhone? Is an iPhone. iPhone what? 12. Ah If they say go and sell, even you cry, you'll be saying that my iPhone is that I bought it It was very expensive. Oh, why should I? And the Bible says that when you sell it, go and give it to the poor. Not that go and sell it and bring it to the church. I don't know whether any man of God today would have given such an instruction. Hey, even me, I'm wondering whether I will give such an instruction that when a rich man has come. I don't know, Uncle Sam, are you a rich man? Okay, Uncle Sam, please stand up. This rich man comes. Then he says, I tell him that okay, for him to really be a proper son of God and really inherit heaven, he should go and sell all his. I'm sure you have some houses or house or houses. Cars or car car or cars. <laughs> eh? Chairs or chair or chair. Shares ah uh, shares hey shares wow bonds and shares cryptocurrencies <laughs> then he said bitcoin say okay go and sell everything you have your designer glasses your suits your watches your phones i mean your cars your houses all your shares and your daughters <laughs> those are the precious ones isn't it and then when you get the money after selling is it not to bring it to the church <laughs> is it not the normal things that oh bring it because Charlie now I need to buy a generator <laughs> 400,000 Ghana cities generator which I didn't, I didn't think about it when I was raising funds for the air condition I would have added it to them money so even me i'm wondering whether i would have said what jesus said you see so the fact that i wouldn't say that doesn't mean that if jesus said it i shouldn't say it yes So uncle sam would have been one of the reasons that when he can't say who would then go and give it the money and everything give it to the poor the things you can't sell dash them say hey i'm sure my associates will be looking at me with two eyes that are bishop i mean is it that you don't know that realities on the ground we need to buy generator we need to buy air conditioning we need to fix some things here and so on and we need the money that the man is going to bring why should he give it to are we not poor here eh? as poor as church mass he should bring it here we are the poor ones and then maybe even somebody needs a better cash like the man is selling the car that they've been eyeing on the car park he should take it away and go and give it to some other people who are not in the church no 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 it's a very bad idea Yes. Other scriptures say that do good, especially to them that are of the household of faith. <laughs> That's why sometimes you don't give to poor people. because I, I, We cry, we need the things that we are. I am poorer than him. Me too, I'm poor. I also need people to give to me. But Jesus said, Yes, with men it is impossible. For somebody like that who is rich who is prosperous to to sell everything and come and follow him is well, it's possible with god it is possible with god Peter looked at the Peter looked at the illustration and they he said who can be saved because they think there yeah, if this is how salvation is then it's not possible for anybody to be saved I said it's possible are very far from Christ and far from God and that's why he when we come to church he draws us closer he brings us nearer through the words that he's speaking when you therefore align yourself and receive them and try in your bit to like oh if God has taught me this then this is what I'm going to do then you come closer coming closer is not just a song I am more than a song today i brought myself i am your worship receive you see you can be singing a song but your heart that's what jesus said these people they draw near with their lips but their heart is too far from me but today god is drawing you closer as you attach yourself to his words Number four When Mary was seated at his feet Listening to his words He declared that he she was doing the one thing That was needful Mary was seated At his feet Listening to his words Hey hey. Luke chapter 10 Verse 38 Uh, 28 uh, 38 yes 38 he says now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house and she had a sister called Mary which also sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word hearing word hearing word hearing word and Jesus the bible says next one next one next one next one and and Mar- but Martha was cumbered or was busy about much serving And came to Jesus and said Lord, does thou not care That my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me And Jesus answered Martha, Martha Thou art careful and troubled about many things But one thing is needful And Mary hath chosen that good path Which shall not be taken away from her she had chosen the most needful thing was to sit at the master's feet and hear his words may you be one that loves his words and hear his words and do his words you are too busy Every day I'm going to work through traffic. I'm checking this one here. I have to see somebody at Osu. I'm coming to Labadi. I have to see somebody at Trade Fair. I have to have a meeting with somebody at Labadi Beach. I have to meet somebody at uh, Tessano. I have to check something at Achimota and come. I'll be back just now. I'm I'll be, uh, moving up and down, moving up and down. But his words mean nothing. When there's an opportunity to here to sit at his feet and hear his words, it's not interesting to you. But you see, I realize in my days, many, 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 it, it has always been my life. I want to hear preaching. I want to hear word. I want to hear something. What is Jesus saying? What is the word saying? What is the Bible saying? What are they teaching in the word? I want to be there. I, I, as far back as when I was 14, 15 years. Now I'm almost 60. That's like more than 45 years ago. it's not preaching that has made me love the word it's not that I'm talking to you, I can remember that I was just like Mary a songwriter says I want to be like John who laid his head in his bosom I want to be like Mary who sat at his feet and heard his word I don't want to worship from afar I don't want to be too far from God I don't want to be too detached from his words if you're a wife you must love his words if you're a husband you must love his words if you're a worker you must love his words if you're a businessman you must love his word. never use your business thing to just replace it and say i'm too busy for this i'm too busy i don't have time for that i don't have time for that. the most needful thing is the word is the words of jesus finally, Jesus said his words had the power to cleanse the heart. His words have the power to cleanse the heart. In John 15:3, he says, now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. John 8 51 Verily verily I say unto you If a man keep my saying He shall never see death John 6 63 It is the spirit that quickeneth But the flesh profiteth nothing The words that I speak unto you They are spirit and they are life Peter gave one of the nicest comments you can give to a person's preaching, John 6 68, he said, To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. These are the words that if heaven will not pass away and, and, and this word will never pass away, then when you attach yourself to that word, you will never pass away because you are going on and on. Even in this life, you will never be irrelevant you never pass away you never go out of fashion you never go out of out of vogue yeah i wanted to use that word but i wasn't sure that people understand yeah anyway as i close you think fashion what will keep you in step with realities is the word of god Jesus' words the words that Jesus speak they are spirit and they are life the words that Jesus gave that's why he says "I've, I've set forth the things that Jesus began to do and to teach I've written them down and many other things did Jesus which are not written in this book because if all the things Jesus did were to be written even the world cannot contain the volume of books that would be written Jr. Huh. Jesus showed us that His words are eternal. When He preached, He told them, "If you eat My flesh and drink My blood, you have eternal life." The people said, "What?" We are not cannibals. We don't eat human flesh and we don't drink human blood. Oh, yeah, to your tents. So they left the church and left. He had fed 5,000, besides women and children, maybe about 10,000, 12,000 people were following him. And then when he preached, everybody left. Everybody left the church. And he looked at the 12 disciples who were left around him. I don't know what message I can preach for me to be left with only 7 people or 6 people or 3 people. But Jesus preached and only 12 people were left. He asked them, will you also go away? Then Peter said, to whom shall we go? Where are we going? Where are we going? You have the words of eternal life. The words of eternal life. Ladies and gentlemen, take your Bible seriously. Look don't joke with your but those of you who don't come to church with bibles we have bibles we can give you i'm sure we have some left still i'm sure there are some bibles that we can give you and you have a notebook by the side don't come to church with your hand like that that there, i don't carry bible and when you carry your bible you tell people that look me i'm a jesus man yes i'm a jesus man these are things that jesus said i take them seriously yes I'm a Jesus fanatic. The only one day when you stand there, his words are now he said. They bring the words up. Uh huh. Come, 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 come. You say what? Your name is what? Huh? You are free that what? Okay. Stand here. Then they say you are in church. You used to go to church every day. Good. Did you hear the words that were spoken of that Jesus said? Yes. Which one? (laughs) You are not asking which one? (laughs) Let us become Word addicts Of the words of Jesus Let us take them seriously Let us become wiser By hearing his words And doing them Let us attach ourselves To his words So that he himself can see that We are tied to himself Oh yes. Oh yes. That will be the difference. That will be the difference. For there is coming a time that will be the difference. That will be the difference. The difference between the one who stood on his words and the one who just felt that these are extreme words that nobody can live by in this, in these modern times. That will be the difference. It will be the difference in your marriage. It will be the difference in your business. It will be the difference in the future for your Christianity. Whether you will last or whether you will backslide, it will be the difference. Therefore, hold on to those words. For they are words of life. Lift your hand and just pray, Lord, oh yes, may I attach myself to your words. Jesus of Nazareth. Oh my father. Oh my father. Madorini Mikadaya. The things that my savior preached, the things that my savior taught. I have not given so much attention to. But today, we rise up. Today, we open our hearts to his words, to his life. Those life-giving words, spirit and life-giving words, may they enter into our hearts, enter into our lives. May mikidayagala yes mighty God may I attach myself to your words may I hold on to your words may I run with your words may I believe in your words may I live by your words oh Jesus oh Jesus the light of life the light of life is shining on the light of life is shining on the light of life a shining on there shall be no more darkness 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 grace will be multiplied peace will be multiplied grace will be multiplied peace will be multiplied blessed be God blessed be God Father we give you thanks we give you praise thank you for your words thank you for your word that is alive still the words are alive still heaven and earth will pass away but those words beautiful words of life beautiful words of hope beautiful words of healing and of love will never pass away we thank you oh have mercy on your church and your people that we may attach ourselves to your words So we may last and outlast Everything that is around us We thank you mighty God We thank you In Jesus name Amen Amen. Words of life Words of hope Words of life Words of hope Give us strength Help us cope In this world Wherever we roam Ancient words will Guide us forward. Oh Ancient world Ever true Changing me And change we have come with open hearts, oh let the ancient world be found. Ancient world ever true, changing me and changing you, we have come. With open hearts, oh, lift your hand, Father, we thank you for the opportunity to hear these words of life and words of hope. May we attach our lives, our hearts, everything we do in this life to the words of Jesus, to the words of this great book. We thank you mighty God In Jesus mighty name As every head is bowed and every eye closed If you are brought here You are not a born again Christian But today you want to give your life to Jesus As every head is bowed and every eye closed I want to pray for you And I want you to be born again And to give your life to Jesus Jesus will make the difference in your life Wherever you are today, I want to pray for you. You want to give your life to Jesus? Lift up your right hand so I can pray for you. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. One day you will stand before God and the words that Jesus spoke, the words of this great book, you have heard it time and time again will come to be your judgment on that day. Because you gave your life to Jesus It will be well with you Somebody invited you here today But you are not a born again Christian Please lift up your hand I don't want you to leave this place Without making sure of heaven Wherever you are lift up your hand God bless you, God bless you Lift it up high, God bless you Don't be shy, don't be afraid God bless you, I see your hand If you have lifted your hand Come to me right in front here So I can pray for you your hands with me in front here and pray this prayer after me. Say Heavenly Father I thank you for today. Please forgive me. Say it louder. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. From today I will serve you I will follow you for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life. I am yours forever in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Clap your hands unto the Lord. It's time for communion. Take it. This is my body. Why do we eat? Why do we eat the bread and why do we eat, drink the blood? Because Jesus said it. He said if you eat my flesh and drink my blood you have eternal life. Yes. He says this cup of blessing which we break it is the communion of the body of Jesus. And the blood and the wine that we drink it is the communion of the blood of jesus so as we pack, we lift it up and pray and say this is the body of jesus christ this is the body of jesus christ father we thank you for your blessing we receive this the body of jesus christ in jesus name amen the body of jesus christ eat it mm-hmm. This is the fellowship and the contribution of the blood. Receive it. This is the blood of Jesus which we drink. Let it be the life-giving blood that comes into you to make all things well. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink it. your hand, receive a blessing, receive a blessing, the Lord help you, the Lord bless you, the Lord shine his face and correct all abnormalities in your life, whatever is confused, let his peace fill it, whatever is wrong, let his power correct it whatever is weak let his mighty hands strengthen it the lord help you whatever you have lost may you gain it and may you have it in multiple measure in Jesus mighty name the lord defend you the lord protect you your loved ones, your children your family your home may no evil person ever gain access to your house by day or by night safety is of the Lord in Jesus name Amen
0: Clap your hands We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Legon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. and 10.30 a.m. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.